Hi, this is Sarah O'Connell-Clater. And this is Jonah Trebowasser. Welcome to another edition of Radio Rotary, sponsored by local Rotarians, your friends dedicated to service. Each week, we chat with your neighbors about great things happening in your community and around the world, people sharing ways to improve your life. And Jonah, today we're very excited because we're going to be speaking with fellow thespians. You got to explain that. We're speaking with fellow actors. So we're going back to our collective, as in Jonah, Sarah, Roots. These are our people, Jonah, our people. So we're chatting with students from the Linden Avenue Middle School in the heart of Red Hook, New York, about a very special performance they are doing of Romeo and Juliet. Today we're chatting with Nora, who is playing the nurse, the key role, Romeo and Juliet, and Lennon, who is playing one of the Juliets, and we're just saying that because they've double cast the two title roles in this production. So welcome, Lennon. Hi, thank you for having me. And welcome, Nora. Hello, thank you very much for having me. So uh, the way you're doing this play is kind of interesting. It's sort of a pretend TV show. Who can tell us about how this play is coming out? So uh, it is set up like The Dating Game, which was a TV show that was like, you know, about dating. And uh, we have uh, like a presenter and then our contestants are the Romeos and the Juliets. And so it's kind of a play within a show. And that's the way it's set up. So key. So a play within a play or story within a story. And if memory serves me correct, it's in the 70s that the dating game was very popular. So Lennon, um, Juliet, that's a that's a big role. There are a lot of monologues. And even though this is a contemporary approach to a William Shakespeare classic, you're still using the monologues in the language, correct? Yeah, we try to like keep the lines very similar. There are definitely some like old Shakespeare terms still in like the monologues and everything, which is great. Was that difficult? I mean, you're used to sp- speaking colloquial Red Hook English, and now you get all of these and the those and all that Shakespearean stuff. Was it hard to understand? Um, well, not now it wasn't. I've been doing Shakespeare for like quite a while now, so there are still some words that I'm, I have to double check or Google and figure out pronunciation and everything, but I've definitely become better with Shakespeare's language from you know the past. That's very impressive that you're so familiar with Shakespeare. So this is Romeo and Juliet. Did you guys, um, Nora, did you all audition for the roles or how did it all evolve that you're the nurse and, and, and Lennon's Juliet? Um, well, we didn't audition specifically for roles. We just came and we just kind of did a sort of informal audition where we just uh, like showed Emily some stuff. We played some improv games. We had to read out scenes and she cast us from there. So like I wasn't auditioning with a specific character in mind. It was more just so that uh, the director could see what we had to offer. And and the director is Emily or Mrs. Hout. Hout. Okay, but we're going to call her Emily. I'm Sarah. You're Jonah. I was this morning. You were when you woke up, Lennon. <laughs> um, Lennon and Nora. That's what's wonderful about theater. It's it's also a great equalizer because um, the collaboration that goes on. I mean, you guys were auditioning. You realize that. So, okay. So, you, you read, you did table readings or you read some of the roles or some of the scenes. And um, were you pleased how it all played out and where it landed, Lennon? 
Um, I was incredibly pleased. This is my first time being in a leading role, actually, so it was very exciting for me to like see my improvement through the years, even being in third grade and getting like a role with four lines and being crazy excited about that, to now being like a leading role, which was really like great for me, and I'm very excited for it. So you've done theater before? Yes, I've done every year since third grade. And sixth grade was tough because COVID hits. We didn't actually get to perform our show or really finish rehearsing it, but we did like half of it at least. And did you ever do theater outside of school? Like they have the Center for Performing Arts and the Rhinebeck Theater Society, which I used to be in quite a bit. Have you done that outside of school? In the year of the flood you were in it. Yeah, John. They're they're nodding their heads. (laughs) So let's find out a little bit of their resume. So let's let's talk first to our Juliet. Yeah. Uh, Lennon, uh, what did you you perform in outside of the school system? Well, I've only been in one play outside of the school system. It was Our Town, which Nora was also involved in as well. And I was completely new to being in a play outside of school. So um, I didn't know any of the directors or anybody, but I did know some of my friends seeing we kind of did it together. And what about you, Miss Nora? Um, well, I have done the Shakespeare's just like Lennon has. I've done um, some shows outside of school, but they have all been like summer camps. They haven't been like um, like actual like shows. Our town was a summer camp uh, that I did with Lennon. Um, but yeah, I've I've done uh, similar to her. Girl, it all counts. <laughs> <laughs> so now that you had a taste of of uh, acting and performing, and you're gonna suck up all that applause that comes your way because I know you'll be great. Uh, do you think you might want to be a performer when you get out of school? I mean, I definitely enjoy being on stage, and I love, like, the entire, like, like theater and arts and all that. I dance as well, so, which I've had my recital, and I just, like, love being on stage, I guess you could say. How about you, Nora? Um, well, I, I would love that. That would be great. I like to sing. I, like, I'm very... Like kind of a Broadway geek, so that would be amazing. If that <laughs> There's so, no such thing as a geek when it comes to Broadway, don't you know? It's a, it's a quintessential American art form, girls. So, what has been your favorite part um, about this production? Is it the process? Are you really looking forward to being in front of an audience? Do you just like collaborating with your fellow actors? What is it that floats your boat, Nora? Uh, well, I just really like seeing it come together and how we improve uh, throughout our rehearsals. Um, I also really like forming the community with all the other actors and just kind of growing the production and working on like characterization. That all is just very fun. And how about you there, Miss Juliet? Um, well, Nora pretty much summed it up for me there. I really love like being with the cast and then seeing how we start and like the finished product. It's great. Now, speaking of the finished product, it's going to be performed here at the Linden Avenue Middle School in Red Hook. Is it just for mom, dad, and grandma and grandpa, or can the public come? Um, the public can come, yes, there are tickets for sale. We'll be at the high school auditorium June 4th and 5th, I think at 3 o'clock. Um, students come for free, so keep that in mind. Joni, you're not a student anymore. <laughs> Don't let him try to slither in. So it's June uh, 4 and 5? Yes. 4 and 5 in the afternoon. Correct. Okay. All right. Well, we want to thank uh, Nora and Lennon for coming on Radio Rotary today. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing you on, on stage. And uh, tell us, Sarah O'Connell Clater, who allows us to continue to perform by sponsoring Radio Rotary this week. Well, Jonah, Radio Rotary is sponsored by Salisbury Bank. Absolute Auction and Realty. Third Eye Associates right here in Red Hook. 
Roanoke and by the featured Rotary Clubs of Brewster Carmel Clarkstown, Goshen Highland, Hyde Park, Kingston Liberty Millbrook, Nanuet, Greater Newburgh, and New City, New York. We'll be back with more Radio Rotary right after these important messages, so stay tuned. At this point, we all know of people who have died of a drug overdose. This is Andrew O'Grady, CEO of MHA of Dutchess County. MHA has a wide array of recovery programs, and they are all at little to no cost. We provide all levels of residential addiction treatment from detox to rehabilitation to long-stay sober housing. Prevention is a vital step in reducing addiction and overdose deaths. MHA is partnering with the Mark Foundation and Gold's Gym, LaGrange, to build an overdose memorial, which will be located on the LaGrange Gold's Gym property. This memorial will be a beautiful park-like setting. At this site, you will be able to memorialize anyone you lost to overdose by placing a lock on a fence or purchasing an engraved brick with the message of your choice that will welcome people to this spot. The memorial will highlight just how important it is to get treatment. If you would like to support this project or purchase a brick with your special message or loved one's name, please visit the MHA website at mhaduchess.org. That's mhaduchess.org. Hi, this is Tony Marmo from Norman Staffing, and we've been bringing together employers and job seekers since 1980. If you're an employer and have job vacancies, let Norman Staffing help fill them with permanent or temporary workers. We screen, interview, and recommend the best candidates for your company. We make the employment process easier and faster for you. Please call Norman Staffing for your employment needs at 338-9111 or normanstaffing.com. You're listening to 92.9 and 96.5 WBPM. And there's more of this week's Radio Rotary Show coming up. Salisbury Bank is your friendly hometown bank with 14 branches throughout the tri-state area. Salisbury Bank offers personal and business banking, mortgages, and commercial loans. Salisbury Bank is your local community bank with local decision-making and high service. Your local bank for all of your local needs. Salisbury Bank and Trust Company, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Salisbury Bank, because where you bank matters. Hello, hello, this is Sarah O'Connell-Clater, and welcome back to this segment of Radio Rotary. We are on a live remote, Jonah and I, in the heart of Red Hook, New York. Right, Jonah, your hometown? This is true. This is true, and we're talking to some very special guests. They are fellow actors... These are our people, Jonah. Absolutely. These are our people. And they're doing a really nice production because I got here early and I watched a little bit of rehearsal. A production of Romeo and Juliet at the Linden. It's produced by the Linden Avenue Middle School. The performances will be June 4 and 5, and I believe you're in the high school. They're in the the high brand school. new high school auditorium, a Broadway quality stage. Oh, that's fabulous. Wonderful. Um, June 4 and 5, and and if you're a student, tickets are free. But right. um, for it's open to the public, by the way. Um, tickets are a ten dollar donation to the theater program here in Red Hook, New York. And in this segment, we're talking to Evie, who's playing the friar, and to one of the Romeos, Eli. Because I think some of the roles are double cast, which is so smart and gives so many people more opportunity. So welcome Eli to Radio Rotary. Hi, thank you for having me. And Evie, welcome to Radio Rotary. Thanks for joining. Thank you for having me. So, uh, for those who may have joined us late, tell us about the unique 
beginning of this play. It's not just doesn't hop right into a sh- the Shakespeare play. There's something unique about it. Eli, can you tell us about the beginning, the very beginning of the show? Oh yeah. Um, basically, we have the show set in essentially like a dating game. Like uh, it's it's basically the dating game from the seventies, which is when it's set, and a lot of it, a lot of the like the reason why the Montagues and Capulets don't like each other is because the big conflict in the seventies was obviously the Vietnam War, and so we have like, um, it, it's like uh, the dating game essentially is just, and then we have a, like a show within a show. And the uh, actual Shakespearean part of it is is in Shakespeare's original language, uh, and. Um, you play the friar, Evie. Uh, a lot of people may not remember what the friar is all about. Tell us what that the character is all about. Um, so basically, the friar has a really big part in the play. He comes up with basically how uh, the ending is going to be executed, which obviously doesn't go as planned. But he basically comes up with the idea that Juliet takes a sleeping potion and then is supposed to wake up to Romeo and then run away to Mantua. Yes, he is the mastermind, and you're right. It's it is a pivotal role, um, like like the nurses. Like there's there's so many other characters that interact. I believe with you guys, with the with the le- with the leading people, the people that have all the monologues. Now, what I want to know, Eli, is was it hard to learn the monologues? Um, I've always had quite a good memory when it comes to lines. I've never had a leading role before. I've always been cast as kind of like either side characters or kind of just like one-off. Like I'm in one scene, I have two lines max and that kind of stuff. So it was all kind of new to me. And I'm still honestly not 100% on my lines, which is a little bit uh, not good. But um, it wasn't that hard. I just kind of had to read a bunch, which I do normally. So it wasn't that much of a change. Well, that's a lot to learn, and that's what rehearsal is for. It's rehears all, so you just go over it and over it and over it again. How about um, you, Evie? Do you have a lot of theater experience before, and were you comfortable taking on uh, such responsibility in this production? I've done a few plays. I haven't really been in a lot of plays, and most of the plays I've been in, I've been cast as sort of like a side part with maybe a few lines, but... I feel like this is the first play where I've actually had a sort of decent role and I was really happy when I found out that like I got this part because I was like yay like I finally get like one of these parts where I actually get a few lines. <laughs> you got your teeth she got her teeth into it, Jonah. Well, you know, that, that you what you're talking about is being cast as a character part, character actor, which is what I did for over 30 years. And it's great because, you know, you Well, get the- you always work. Yeah, we always character actors always work, and you get to go down for a, for a coffee break earlier than the leads. They're stuck on stage. <laughs> True story. We're talking to two great uh, young people from the uh, Linden Avenue Middle School: uh, Eli, who plays Romeo, and Evie, who plays the Friar, and the special performance of Romeo and Juliet, which is coming up on June fourth and fifth in the brand new Red Hook High School Auditorium, which is a Broadway quality stage. Students are free, and uh, senior citizens and regular type people are ten dollars it's it's worth well worth the price of admission now uh what's the best part of uh, being in the show 
in, in your opinion, Eli? Um, I gotta say, I, I, I always loved performing. Um, I love like music and art and all that stuff. But I am, a, I do have a little bit of stage fright. So uh, the performance, I can't say is my favorite part. But I love working with the cast and being able to put my own like spin on a character that is already created. Like Shakespeare is so old, um, but I like being able to put kind of like my own um, take on this character. And it's just, it's, I really like working with like the cast and everyone. They're really cool. That, my friend, that is what it's all about. It's not, you know, if, if it were supposed to be a cookie cutter situation, then everybody would be doing it, as they say. Um, and you like the process, Eli. That's what it sounds like. You, you really like the process. What about you, Evie? What's your favorite part of the process? I think my favorite part of the process is basically watching it all come together. I mean, it's fun to just see how, like, people improve. Like, at the beginning, I was, like, sort of unsure about how I was supposed to play this part. But now I, like, understand that, like, Friar Lawrence is this, like, cool, like, religious, like, sane guy, I guess. And it's just, like, fun, like, learning about your character and, like, what you can improve on and, like, how you can improve. Now, I know you're just in middle school, all right, you're all, and you have your high school career ahead of you and then college, but have you given any thought to what you want to do uh, as an adult, what kind of career is acting in it? Or perhaps Evie wants to be a minister. Or a radio talk show host. Oh, there's bigger money out there than that. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think there, Eli? Um, I've never, I don't, I've, acting is very much like a hobby for me. I do really want to be like either an author or a journalist because writing is always kind of been my passion. I love writing and just creating characters. That's why I really like being able to act is because I get to put my own spin on a character and learn characters that people have written. So a lot of acting is just really me trying to take inspiration from like the great like writers of our past and our present and yeah so I want to be a writer that's uh what my passion is basically and Evie have you been convinced by this part to become a minister um (laughs) probably not but I do love acting I mean I don't see it as my like future I actually see being like a veterinarian or like helping out with animals as my future but I would love to keep like acting as like one of those hobbies for me like when I'm older I guess well, that's great, and we are two very fine young people representing uh, the best that record, Recordcast to offer, and we wish you all the best in the future. And as they say in the theater, break a leg. Uh, and I look forward to seeing you on stage. And uh, thanks for coming back on Radio Rotary, and uh, we'll be back with more of Radio Rotary after these messages, so stay tuned. Hi, this is Sue Doyle of Absolute Auction and Realty. Back in 1946, we began serving the auction and appraisal needs of the Hudson Valley. Today, our clientele spans the globe, but we still consider each person we meet to be an important member of our AAR family. From specialty collections to real estate, antique and estate to vehicles, we auction it all for people just like you. Whether you're a seasoned auction enthusiast or a novice, our website, aarauctions.com, is packed with tips and examples designed to make your buying and selling experiences the best they can be. So enjoy your visit to AAR Auctions. Tell your friends about us, and please come back often. That's aarauctions.com. Hi. 
This is Beth Jones of Third Eye Associates Limited, providing life planning, financial transition planning, and wealth management strategies to help you integrate your life and your money. We are a fee-only registered investment advisory firm with offices in New York City, Washington, D.C., and Red Hook, New York. Contact us to see how you can put Third Eye to work for you. ThirdEyeAssociates.com or call us at 845-752-2216. You are listening to 92.9 and 96.5 WBPM. And there's more of this week's Radio Rotary Show coming up. Hi, I'm Krista Hines, Executive Director of Hudson River Housing, a local nonprofit dedicated to helping communities in the Mid-Hudson Valley thrive. We believe that everyone deserves the opportunity to live in safe and affordable housing. No matter what your housing concern may be, you can count on us for assistance. Maybe you're looking to buy your first home and don't know where to start, or possibly seeking an affordable apartment to rent for you and your family. Or perhaps you found yourself in need of safe and supportive shelter with a compassionate team committed to helping you overcome the challenges of homelessness. We're here to help every step of the way. Please visit us online at HudsonRiverHousing.org or call us today at 845-454-5176. Again, that number, 845-454-5176. I'm Meg Mullins from the Mark Foundation, supporting the Mid-Hudson Addiction Recovery Community. Our mission is to raise money for prevention of and recovery from substance misuse. The Overdose Awareness Memorial, created by the Mark Foundation and Mental Health America, will honor those who lost their lives to a substance use disorder. Located behind Gold's Gym in LaGrange, beside the Dutchess County Rail Trail, it'll be a garden for reflection about the toll that substance misuse takes from our community. The memorial will feature a chain link fence where individuals can place a padlock to honor a loved one lost to addiction. The landscape garden will include a bench for seated reflection sitting on a plaza of memorial bricks dedicated by those concerned about substance use disorder. Visit our website mark-foundation.org to learn more about how to donate a memorial brick for the plaza. Welcome back to the final segment of this edition of Radio Rotary. I am Sarah O'Connell Clater, joined by my co-host Jonah Trebwasser of Fame and Fortune of Red Hook, New York. And guess where we are, Jonah? We're in Red Hook. We're in the heart of Red Hook chatting with um, the students who are in a very special production of Romeo and Juliet. The Linden Avenue Middle School is performing on June 4 and 5 in the uh, at the high school, the brand new high school, right, Jonah? Which is a Broadway quality theater. It's beautiful. You said it's fabulous. Um, so 4 and 5, students are free, and there's a $10 donation for adults or other people. That's Um, correct. I wasn't going to say senior. You're the one that brought it up. I am a senior. The last time. But anyway, for those of us who are not students, (laughs) there's a $10 donation to the theater program. And we um, are chatting with Willa, who plays Mercutio, and Tess, who's one of the other Romeos. They've done a brilliant job, um, director Emily, uh, by double casting certain roles. And it gives um, our uh, thespians, other actors, more opportunity to kind of flex that muscle. So, um, welcome, Tess. Hi, thanks for having me. And welcome, Willa. Hi, thanks for having me. So, uh, your play, uh, Mercutio, which is the villain of the piece, right? Uh, actually, I'm Romeo's best friend. Yeah, but isn't there something shady going on in the background? 
I definitely do like to fight. <laughs> All right. And now, in the original Shakespeare play, the sword fights. Does uh, Emily let you play with swords, or do you just? Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we do. We do do it in slow motion, though. All right, this way nobody gets hurt, right? Yeah. That's a, that's no important. No poking in the eye, slow mo, right? Right. So right. how how many people, how many actors are in this um, production, Willa? Um, I don't know, maybe twenty something. Okay, and is this the uh, first time you've done theater work, or have you done acting before? Uh, I've done lots of acting before. Whereabouts? Um, some at the uh, Rhinebeck Theater, the center, um, and some in school performances as well. Right, because uh, you obviously are a very, very uh, confident uh, speaker. And comfortable on stage, because I poked my head into the end of rehearsal today. So both both Willa and Tess, they, they own the stage, own your footsteps, right? That's right. And how about you, Tess? Uh, have you done theater before? I have in some of the uh, same places at the center and in school. So. And that's the Center for Performing Arts on Route 308, run by Rotarian Lou Trapani, where I used to uh, do a lot of theater work for 30 years until I switched to radio, because I have a face for radio. Um, so uh, how, how are the rehearsals going? We, we saw a little bit of it, and it, sounds real, it looks real good to us. You guys satisfied with the progress? Uh, yeah, I think we've definitely made uh, a lot of progress, and it's great to see how everybody's like grown more comfortable on stage and learned their lines more. Um, it's a little stressful because the show is right around the corner, but I think we can definitely do it. Well, guess what? It's called fear of the audience. And somehow everything gels, and those who keep dropping lines and are having those nightmares think, oh my goodness, I'm never going to learn all my lines. And guess what? You do. Yeah, you do. <laughs> So Tess, what's it like uh, playing Romeo? Um, well, it's really great, especially because I am in the first act, which is a more of a comedic and less tragic uh, part of Romeo's life before all the death and such. So it's nice to really play into those comedic moments or, you know, over-exaggerate certain parts to kind of add to the character. Is that your favorite part of it, is the comedic all the comedic stuff. What's your favorite part of this production? Um, I really like to get laughs out of the audience. Having some sort of reaction makes me feel like I've done my job well. That's tremendous. You're my kind of person. I was always going in for the big laughs. Sometimes I was accused of going That's in. That's called ham bone on, yes, in, they, in your case. They said I was going for the cheap laughs. So how does Romeo and Juliet relate to life in a middle school? Huh? Um, well, I think... Romeo and Juliet definitely sort of got together on a whim. Uh, I think some middle schoolers, especially eighth graders, would definitely do that. Um, but yeah, I think it's it's great that we're doing a play that some people can actually like connect to. Well, what can you add to that, uh, Matt, Mr. Romeo, lead? Um, I'd say in Romeo's case, towards the beginning, he's in love with a... Uh, training none and very into romance but mainly for the beauty which is kind of something that I feel like a lot of middle schoolers can probably relate to um, having a new crush every week uh, sort of similar to how Romeo feels I think I can't remember that far back to my, they used to call them junior high schools when I was in school I can't remember that far back can you? <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, kind of. <laughs> but I'm not as old as you, Jonah. No one's as, no sorry. one's as old. I went for the cheap uh, laugh. <laughs> no one's at all, as okay. old as me. <laughs> Our guests on Radio Rotary are two wonderful student actors, Tess and uh, Willa, who were performing in uh, Linden Avenue Middle School production of Romeo and Juliet on June 4th and 5th at the Red Hook High School in their brand new theater grade auditorium. Come out and see it. If you're a student, it's free. And if you're not a student, it's $10. A very, very uh, inexpensive donation for a great day of theater. We wanted to do a shout out to some of the other community members and parents. And because theater is always a community operation, no matter how you slice and dice it. So um, uh, Director Emily had told you, because you know um, some of the people that helped out, Jonah. Well, sets and backstage. Yeah, Emily Howard, Richard Prouse, who's done uh, work not only as a Center of Performing Arts, but on Broadway, has done the, uh, the uh, backdrop, and uh, some of the uh, parents have helped with the set. And what about costumes? You guys have c- cool costumes to wear? Uh, yeah, we sure do. Uh, since we are setting this version of Romeo and Juliet in 1970, there's a lot of bell-bottom jeans uh, and tie-dye. <laughs> I remember those. I do remember. Uh, what's your costume like, Romeo? Uh, basically, just bell-bottom jeans and a fancy jacket. <laughs> now, where did you find the bell-bottom jeans? Did you say Grandma and Grandpa can have your bell-bottom jeans? Uh, we d- I definitely didn't have any at my house. We had to go online to get those. Surprisingly, I had some lying around in my closet from a while ago. (laughs) Well, everything that's old is new again, and that was my era, the 70s. I'm giving my age away, but that's when I was in high school. So So I'd like you both to invite the public who are listening to Radio Rotary to come to the show and uh, see you guys and tell them why it's going to be a lot of fun to watch uh, middle schoolers play Romeo and Juliet. Uh, yeah, well, it's going to be a great, exciting, fun, funny show. Um, I think it's great to see middle schoolers play these parts. Um, it sort of gives a new twist to the classic Shakespeare show of Romeo and Juliet. Um, and it's just going to be a new twist on the show that people haven't really seen before. Tess, I'm giving you the last word. Invite everybody out to the show. I think everyone should come see this show. It's turning out really well, and I don't think it would be a waste of your time. It might even be a good use of your time. <laughs> well, I'd like to thank both Will and Tess for coming on Radio Rotary, and I'm looking forward to seeing you on stage. All right, best of luck. Break a leg, as they say. Thank you. And who do we have to thank for sponsoring Radio Rotary this week, Sarah? Well, Radio Rotary is sponsored by Mental Health America of Dutchess County, the Mark Foundation, Mid-Hudson Addiction Recovery Community, Norman Staffing, Hudson River Housing, and by the featured Rotary Clubs of New Paltz, Patterson, Pearl River, Philmont, Pleasant Valley, Poughkeepsie, Arlington, Ramapo Valley, Red Hook, Rhinebeck, Southern Ulster, Suffern, Walkeelees, Wappinger Falls, and Warwick Valley, New York. Break a leg, you guys. <laughs> for the entire Radio Rotary team, my co-host Sarah O'Connell-Clater, our producer Kathy Kruger, and our production director Randy Turner. This is Jonah Trebowasa thanking you for tuning in and inviting you to join us again next week at this very same time for another edition of Radio Rotary. And don't forget our website, RadioRotaryNow.org.